Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Um, third time's a charm again. Yo. What's um, up? Yeah, uh, chillin', chillin'. Yo, you so chill. I, I, I am. No, I'm great. Yeah, I'm good. Just, I think I'm just relaxed. Nice. You know, Sunday, lazy Sunday. So far. That's always good. Uh, yeah. Um, anywho, um... Are you, uh, are you yeah, eating? Not yet, but I'm going to. <laughs> not yet. Got yeah. you. I'm, you gonna, I'm good, I'm good. Actually, I was, I don't know if this counts as a a meal, but I guess it can. I got a, I got a, a grilled chicken burrito bowl on Thursday, I guess. Thursday or Friday. And I ate, like, half of it, maybe a third of it, because it's so huge. And then the next day, I ate another, like, third of it. And then, mm-hmm. today, all that was really left was vegetables, beans, and rice. Wait. So here's what I did. I, have a, I got my culinary skills on. I put some hot sauce in it and then microwaved it and basically just had vegetables and rice. You know, I mean, you can't go wrong with that. It's like it's like back in the day when they when people used to, you know, um, hunt animals. Well, they still do. So when you hunt animals, if you do it to eat as much of the animal as you can, that's a good thing because like you're using it as efficiently as you can. So I do the same thing with a burrito bowl. I used every part of the burrito bowl except Mm. eating the bowl. So yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess we should jump into it. I have a, I have an interesting um, Thanksgiving related fact to bring up again. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that because you know Thanksgiving is coming up. Get yeah. the turkeys out. That's right. Get, bring the turkeys out. Um. Did you say you were? About to eat? Did you say what you were about to eat? No, I haven't uh, figured it out yet. Got you. Got you. All right. Well, wait, as I go. Hey, that's how that's how life is. You know, let's see what see what happens. Um. All right. Should we uh should we get it get the show cracking? Let's get into it. Yo, 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 and yo, it's Simon Illa. It is G. And it's the Two Games Walk Into a Bar podcast, Sunday pre-Thanksgiving edition, um, pre-Thanksgiving 2020. I um, have to say, I don't know how much thanks I got to give to Anchor. Like, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse, because Anchor does help us do this, but I don't know why I have to send a message to you three times to get it cracking. That's the only reason I bring it up on here, because we still like to be loyal to Anchor, but, you know, I'd love for them to get it together. That's all. Um, Anyway, but if you want to create a podcast, oh, great idea for a podcast. When you got all your family together, um, if that's actually allowed, 
I guess you can actually record it on Zoom. So just yeah. take record all your family arguments and put it in a podcast. And uh, go to anchor.fm, get the app, or get Anchor on your phone, and you can upload that audio or record audio and uh, edit, distribute, all that good stuff straight from the Anchor app. All in one app. It's a beautiful thing. Technology is wonderful. Um, And uh, who produces this thing? Oh, just open me, LLC. That is correct. Okay, so. Oh, wait. Please. It will uh, just just to show a, a little respect, I guess, um, an artist that uh, Simon, I know you didn't know him that well, but that I worked with yeah. recently passed away, Justin Gray. Uh, yeah. I didn't know his like you know legal name, but I, I knew his artist name. Uh, but I just want to pay respects and say you know, rest in peace. He was a cool guy. For Absolutely. What I what when I spoke to him, so I didn't think it would be right to. Not bring it up on the podcast and, you know, yeah. respects and condolences to everyone who's affected by his death, you know, his friends, family, and uh, everyone. Of course, of course. Um, yeah, I I didn't know him as well. Um, I know, obviously, Vizo and, and uh, Dante Clay were very close to him, so, you know, um, yeah, I... I mean, it's 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 never it's never good, but especially around the holidays and with everything yeah. going on. So, you know, much love to everybody. Um, yeah. So, um, on a on a brighter note, um, Thanksgiving coming up, Thanksgiving twenty twenty might be a bit uh, different, I guess, for most people. Although it's funny because I'm seeing, you know, people saying, oh, Thanksgiving is going to be different. It's it's weird. I don't know too many people in the middle of this, um, how the, the pandemic is affecting people. And what I mean by that is I either know people that are like, fuck everything. And we're like, I'm getting together with the family. They're coming over. I'm going over there. Right. Then I also know people who are like. Uh, we're trying to figure it out. I'm not sure if everybody's getting together. We might do it over Zoom. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know a lot of in-between where they're like, well, we might. Or it's either yes or no. It's like full on or nothing. It's like Atlanta. Yep. Did you see the versus thing the other night? And I'll tell uh, you why I bring a, it up. A little bit of it, yeah. Well, the interesting thing about it is that they only showed what was in front of the cameras, but did you did you see any of the photos behind the cameras? Oh, it's just like packed in there, and nobody wearing masks. Oh, <laughs> I know, and it's like ah, I don't. I mean, here's the thing: I'm not really one for the government telling people what to do, because that gets a little scary. Because right. I know people think it can be good. But trust me, I don't think people want that. Because as soon as somebody tells you, you got to wear this, and then they're going to be saying, well, you can't say that, or you can say this, then they're going to throw your ass in jail for saying, for just speaking your mind. Anyway, slippery slope. I digress. But, it's, I mean, just a bunch of people getting together. 
just chilling like Corona ain't even a thing. Yeah, I don't know about that. I know people went to the club too, right? Yeah, that, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, I mean, all these people were at at the versus thing, like when it was going on, because it was the part you couldn't see behind the camera. Was all the people that were there? It's so, so although it's, it's <laughs> I, I I did the parts I watched, it was pretty good. I mean, I don't know. I I feel like a battle with music. I know it's definitely a, a hip hop thing, and always has been. Yep. But I think it's it's obviously more for the fans, just to hear their favorite songs, you know. Right. So, which is a cool thing. I'm just always one to uh, bring it down to that level where I say I don't like music being a competition. Yeah, Why can't it just be? You know, but it is. Yeah, it's funny though because I'm not even into those artists like that anyway. So it was just yeah. Kind of like, okay, cool. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, that's that's the funny thing is, you're like I am. I am before that generation, and you're after it. You know what I mean? Right. These are like artists that like I know about, and they're dope. But I wasn't really into their music, and I think you you're obviously at that the other end of that spectrum. Or artists that came after them, or the artists that you know, you kind of came up knowing. Yeah, so, I mean, I listen to cheesy and shit like that. Well, yeah, I, just, I don't know, like Gucci Man and stuff like that. I, I I like, I just I like different kind of music, I suppose. Yeah, I dig it. Um, well, that's I mean, it's once again, it's the beauty of music. There's literally something for everyone. Pretty much out there, you know, any kind of uh, music you'd want or, or lyricism or non-lyricism or, you know, whatever. There's something for everybody. Um, and speaking of something for everybody, <laughs> let's talk about thanks. Let's talk about Thanksgiving. Oh, I, I, I'm wondering. I'm wondering whether Thanksgiving, because I know a lot of people like hate America right now. In general, do you think it's maybe I don't know if you ever even had this thought. Do you think it's a matter of time before people are like, I don't want to de- celebrate Thanksgiving? Like, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what I mean? yeah, I mean, I just am there for the food, but that's what I mean. I mean, it's, it's kind of it's become that anyway, even when I was a kid, it's like Christmas. Nobody yep. really think about the religious part. I mean, a small percentage of people are, and maybe more than I, I assume. But for the most part, when you talk to people about Christmas, it's really about it's like, what are you doing for Christmas? It's never right. It's never the oh, we're going to church. Like I know a lot of people that do, but most times, it's like oh, I asked for this and I got this and I got that. It's it's really about the gifts. Yeah. You know, it's kind of. People don't want to say that shit, but right. It's what they should. I, the, you know, the, I, I like the fact that people get together and celebrate together, and it's a good. It's just a. I like those aspects of it. Um, but anyway, I feel like it, it, it. I don't know. I'm kind of predicting that we're going to start politicizing Thanksgiving, especially now, and people are going to be like, "Oh, it's a scam." Like. 
you know, because they already canceled, you know, Christopher Columbus, which, you know, that's, it is what it is. But I think Thanksgiving might be on the the chopping block next. Oh, you think so? I think so. Just because people are going to be like, oh, like, it was, this country was founded on this principle and people were killed and, you know, which is, yeah, it's an unfortunate thing for sure. Um, you know, um, I don't know. I don't even have a butt to follow that. It just is. That's what it was. Uh, you know, like, I, to me, it's like, it's like anything. It's like a good idea. Wait. People should be giving thanks anyway. It's like Christmas. It's the same thing. Shouldn't people be giving thanks anyway for what they have and their, that the fact that we all have, or most of us, have clean water and, you know, and we're relatively healthy and safe. You know, um, yeah. obviously not 100%. That's just, that would be unrealistic. But <clears throat> anyway, I was reading online. I had to look up this statistic because it's something we talked about last year. I do remember this. But it said that the average person consumes 4,500 calories on Thanksgiving Day. I don't. How is that? Right. How, I'm trying to figure out how that's possible. That's not good. Like the daily, typical daily recommended calorie intake is 2,000 calories. Like that's what a typical person would take in on a normal that's diet. 4,500. Like where is that? Ca- I feel like that's all pecan pie. Have you ever had pecan pie? Yeah. Do you like it? I can I can eat like one or two bites of it. It's so yeah, cause it's so sweet. sweet. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And I like sugar and all. I know you do. That's why I was like, if if you can't eat much of this, I know it's sweet. Yeah, it's it's doing the most for me. It really is good though. That's that's the yeah. trouble of it. And um, people got to make it right though. Like, that is true. I feel like that's that's one thing, one recipe. I feel like you can really fuck up. I feel like you can mess up. Wait, here's a good. Oh, yeah. Here's a good question. People mess up fucking toast, bro. That's what I'm saying. Well, here, here. Do you okay? When people try to like, I don't know. They try to get fancy with the Thanksgiving dinner. Oh no! I feel like it's just keep it simple, bro. Stop yes. trying to be fucking Martha Stewart and doing extra shit that you don't usually do. Somebody, somebody's like, oh, like uh, so uh, the uh, stuffing this year. I put you're gonna be putting some wild stuff in there. Yo, you got yeah. kidding me. What was it? Yeah. There, there was a there was a viral video of some somebody's Thanksgiving. I do believe. And I think it was macaroni and cheese. And yeah. somebody brought macaroni and cheese to dinner, the family dinner. And either mom or grandma went fucking ballistic because they said they tried a new recipe. Whoever brought the mac and cheese was basically doing that shit. You know, where they're like, oh, I'm going to try something. And they tried right. something and like Nana, was wasn't, Nana wasn't having it. And she like <laughs> goes on his rampage. It's hilarious. 
But it's true, though. It's like, yep. I mean, I get, like, experiment on your own time. You know, yeah, we, but not, like, at a fucking dinner. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but people just do. I, I saw this uh, cooking show the other day, or I came across it, and some guy was making something. It might have been, like, mac and cheese or something. It was like, oh, I'm going to put this fruit in it and this and some cilantro. I was like, bruh. Fruit? Bruh. And the mac and cheese? Yes. Oh, no. He's, like, trying something. I'm like, don't get, no. Why are you messing things up? Like, I get, I get people want to get, you know, I, don't, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's something to be said for tradition. I think, I think that's what people are trying to, I don't know. I really don't know. Like, it's not like a bad, are traditions bad? You know? No. I mean, there, are, me there are some that could be bad, of course. But Yeah. Like, know. well, I think passion down shit is cool. I do too. Thank you. Yes. Like, if somebody's got a recipe, like, you know, my grandmother, um, she always cooked Thanksgiving dinner growing up. And I would love it if somebody cooked what she cooked. Was it the best? I don't know. But, you know what I mean? Like, we grew up on it. Like, I grew up on yeah. it. So, if they made it like she did, there's something to that. It's, like, it's more of a memory, you know. Yep, than anything. I think I asked you this uh, last year, but I'm going to ask again. I got to know. Um, favorite uh, Thanksgiving item? Do you have one? Mac and cheese. Oh, damn. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, I like. That. I love mac and cheese, bro. I mean, who doesn't like? Cause like turkey, like a meat is typically unless you're like vegetarian or some shit. Yeah, it's like expected, bro. Yeah. But mac and cheese, oh, it's so you good. Can't go wrong. You really can't. Well, you can, but um, you can. Well, okay, here's... I've always been particular about mac and cheese since I was a kid. Me too. Now here's the okay. I feel deja vu coming on because I think we had this conversation last year, but maybe this is our tradition to tell this story every year, which I'm about to say. Yo, isn't it crazy that we've been doing this podcast for a year? Or, well, more than a year. Uh, almost, two. almost two. Isn't it crazy? It's so amazing. It's a random idea, just a conversation. It's amazing. I love it. Um, yep. Okay, good. So, oh, also, I got a book I want to talk about. After we're mm-hmm. done here, maybe it's a something like a gift you for the holiday coming up. Hey. Um, so uh, when I was young, I, I, okay, I grew up in a household that that used the box macaroni and cheese, mm-hmm. the craft macaroni and cheese, and it was almost soup like in my household. Oh. Like it wasn't thick, it wasn't baked. It was cooked on the stove. You already know where you already know where I'm going with this. So that is in a uh, Caucasian household, and oh, no. um, when I when I grew up, and when I was in college, uh, one of my uh, personal attendants that came by every day is a good friend of mine, Monique. She made Thanksgiving dinner. It's like my first yeah. year in college, and she's like, "I know you. I know she knew my grandmother really well." She goes, I know Grandma cooks, but I want you to, ha- I'm going to make you a, a Thanksgiving dinner, like a plate, you know, for my Thanksgiving dinner, because I think you'll like it. And I knew what she meant. 
So she's basically like, you've had nothing but white Thanksgiving dinner your whole life, and I'll give you an alternative. And it was the first time, believe it or not, first time I ever had baked macaroni and cheese. Whoa, I bet that shit tasted good. It was so good. That was different. This was one of those cases where it was different, and I didn't like it at first, I admit. Because it was different, but I was like, you know what? This is good. And here's the weird thing. Here's a metaphor for life. I like both. I like both. You can like oh. both. You know what I mean? Where I'm not like, oh, just because my grandmother did it this way. Like, I would always eat macaroni and cheese the soupy way she made it. Yep. But I'll definitely yep. eat some baked macaroni and cheese, too. Like, for sure. Thanks. Um, my favorite thing... Uh, I know your your that was your favorite mac and cheese. My favorite, believe this or not, this is gonna sound like a, some old man shit. I, oh, no. I really like green bean casserole. Oh yo, that hits too. Right? That can really hit. Yeah. Yo, what about sweet potato casserole? Uh, here's where here's where we're gonna be splitting the road. You don't, you don't like sweet potatoes, right? I don't like sweet potatoes, no. Yeah, cause you like you like pumpkin pie versus sweet potatoes. I do, I do. Yep. Yeah, well, I think we, yeah, we must have discussed this before. Um, yeah, I do. Pumpkin pie is pretty good. It's, but I'm, I don't think I'm having yeah, enough sweet potato pie to, like, no. I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I haven't had it enough to give it a fair assessment. Mm-hmm. So I can't say that I know for sure. But when I have tried it, I didn't really care for it. Yeah, but they say white people like pumpkin Black people like sweet tooth. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> I don't think that's always true. But, I, but, I, I, but I would say it is a stereotype because when I was in high school, yeah, we literally cooked a pumpkin pot. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Dang. And all the black people in the class were like, well, <laughs> I mean, we ate it, you know. Like, yeah. You're not going to pass up on pot. Of course. But, but we were just so like, what the- like, I. Like, they're just the differences, like, stereotypically. Like, you know, and it's not always like that, but... You know, but it's just funny. You, know, you know what's really funny about it is, and I can attest to this being from the Midwest, is really, it's a cultural thing. Yeah. It's really cultural, not just a racial thing. Like, I mean, when it's cultural, a lot of things are, like, Southern. Like, collard greens yeah. are Southern. Like... Yeah. You know, you can get them in the Midwest, but you don't. Like, by the way, one thing that's, um, this might throw you up. One thing that's big in Illinois is Polish food. Oh, nice. And I don't know if you've ever had, like, Polish sausage or... Oh, um, I believe so, yeah. Have you ever had sauerkraut? Oh, I don't think so, no. It's so good. It's basically, like, fermented cabbage. And I think I've seen sauerkraut. I think it's just because... I can be really picky about certain shit, so I probably just like, oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can believe that. <laughs> I, th- I think yeah. I think you would like it actually. Um, but it's it's funny because you can tell when someone's from the Midwest. Um, like a couple of years ago, it was about two years ago. After we had a we had my turkey taco night for Thanksgiving. Oh, nice! And then, like a couple of days later, um, this was I think Danielle was in town. So a couple of days later, we had been talking about Polish food because she's originally from Wisconsin. So oh nice. So we're like, hey, and we're talking to Pat, and then we're talking to my friend um, Kyle and Tiffany Troop, 
and we were like, mm-hmm. they were, we were talking, we I don't know how we all ended up just going, Polish food is great. So then a couple of days after the Thanksgiving thing, we had a Polish night at my house. Oh, and then we had like the sausage and pierogies and all this. No, those. I love pierogies, bro. Yo, I bought, yes, please. I bought some at the fucking, uh, from Kroger. Mm-hmm. With Instacart, bro? Yep. Yo, them holes are so good. Yep, yep. I think it's underrated. And I got the simple ones. It has cheese. It just had cheese. Okay. Like, four cheeses in it. Yep. I know they have other ones. The pa- like, other flavors. You can get, I'll tell you this, the potato and cheese. That's what I got. Yeah, okay. That's how I figured it might be potato I'm, and cheese. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was that. They're so and good. So good, bro. They're really oh good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was the best. I know. We had, like, Polish... We had Polish Thanksgiving. Um, no. It's weird. I, I I think there's, like, a lot of Polish um, heritage in Illinois. Or, like, northern mm. Illinois. Because, like, all my friends from Chicago, they're all into this stuff. So I go and get really? sausage and sauerkraut and... Yeah, yeah. It's nuts. Mm. Um, pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, damn, that's making me hungry now. Yeah, pierogi. pierogies are like good as fuck. They're basically like dumplings. Yep. You know, yeah. And for some reason, when I was young, I always thought dumplings were like a dessert. I think you can get dessert dumplings, but it took me until my adulthood to realize that dumplings were, uh, like, oh, no, they put, like, chicken and all this stuff, and I'm like, oh, okay. And you can eat, oh, well, I had some marinara sauce to dip my pierogies in. Uh, I know that's probably not traditional. It doesn't matter. That's, no, that's great. This shit was fire. I was so happy. I was like, damn. And I don't even know how I discovered it. It just it just happened to be, like, on the, like, I was just looking for, I guess, like, frozen food or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you think that, because I know... I mean, you're you're self-admittedly uh, picky, and, and so am I, to an extent. Yep. Do you feel like we probably limit ourselves to things that we could probably try that are probably because yeah. here's how I feel about They're it. They're probably not bad. They aren't. Well, here, here's my here's my theory behind that is that when you're young, you just think everything is gross. Like if you never had it, you know. Yep. Even when I was a kid, I hated broccoli. I hated cauliflower. Then I just, at some point in my childhood, I got into them. I think my grandmother just, my grandmother was smart. She would just put cheese on everything, and I would eat it. And then slowly she would be taking away the cheese, you know. Like, hey. I used to like fish sticks, but now I don't. Really? Yeah, well, my dad actually made some fish sticks, and it was really good. But they were, like, fancy, you know, but I don't think I would eat, like, the frozen ones. Oh, got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he made like. But if it's like fresh, I think like, you know, I definitely do it because my dad he made some. Yeah. And those holes were so good. But I think it depends. It just depends on I guess how it's prepared. But I used to like those and like chicken nuggets and shit. So. No, I'm just like. What I know that with okay here, here's the logic that I, I refuse to see in my own brain is. Like seafood. If it wasn't good, people wouldn't eat it. But here Ooh. I am in my head going, that's got to be disgusting. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Right. It's like such an unfair assessment that we sometimes do about food, especially. Or anything, yeah. really. I'm not going to like it. Because I, I used to do that when I was young. I don't like that. They're like, have you had it? Well, no. Like, well, you know, maybe try it before you, yeah. I remember um, I was hanging out with, I think, Malia, and she had a friend over at her place, and they were cooking um, buffalo shrimp. And I like anything buffalo, you know what I'm saying? But it was so funny because I'd never had it. Because I don't really, I didn't really think I liked shrimp. And so they were cooking. Malia literally picks up one of the shrimp out of the bowl. Knowing I'd never eaten it, she goes, just eat this. And I did. And it, it was really good. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, my gosh. All those years wasted. Yep. But that's what I mean. Like, like people, people do that, especially with, I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe childhood's different now. But even, like, when I was young, it was like, for some reason, we're just taught vegetables are disgusting. Or certain things are like, no, I ain't messing with that. But it's like, you don't yep. even know. You don't even know. It could be your favorite thing. Yep. So weird how yeah, you, you, you always, Yeah, you always find out, like, damn, this shit might be hella lit. That's what I'm saying. Like, later on. Yeah, I mean, even when I was a kid, I, I know, I'm sure some people thought it was odd that I was so into, like, green beans and things like that and sauerkraut. People were like, how are you, like, you're 10 years old and you love these things? Like, these are the best things. Of course, the other thing my grandmother put in green beans was um, bacon. People do that quite a bit. They either cook cook the uh, green beans in bacon grease or you put pieces of bacon in the green beans. Definitely with the green bean casserole. Which I think is like mushroom soup, isn't it? It's like mushroom. What? Green bean casserole. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of times you got people use like mushroom soup and cheese. It's mushroom soup, green beans, and something, yeah. Um, what about, okay, dressing or stuffing? What is it called in your house? Because I'm pretty sure in my house it was called stuffing. Yeah, that's what it's called here. And I usually assume that because they stuffed it inside the turkey. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, you can make it outside the turkey. Most people do. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I guess maybe that's the difference then. So maybe dressing is, we made this outside the turkey. But then stuffing is, we made this inside the turkey. Hmm. I don't know. Have you ever had a, you ever had a deep fried turkey? I think so, yeah. That shit's amazing. It's so good. I'm pretty sure I have. I don't like stuffing though. Oh, you don't? That goes back to my pickiness, no. Really? Okay. Is there a particular no. you just don't like the taste of it? Or Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm a texture person too. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Cause when, I don't I, I don't like what stuff has too much going on. <laughs> like, oh no. well, I, well, the thing to me is like it, dressing, dressing or stuffing is like wet bread. Yeah. It's it's mm-hmm. and some people don't like that texture. 
They're just okay with no. you. It's got that texture. They're done. Although... Now that I think about it, yeah. That makes sense. I just remember, like, every Thanksgiving, I would eat way too much... Um, I would always fill myself with um, macaroni and cheese, green beans, and um, uh, rolls. The bread rolls. Oh, I love rolls, yeah. Just, Yo, my dad, he likes the... What's that shit called? Um... You know what I'm saying? That red shit. That red the, shit. Uh, yeah, Cranberry uh, sauce. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you like that red shit. shit. <laughs> That's funny. I knew what it was from you saying red shit. I really yeah. did. I really did. Um, I'm excited too because this is going to be a Pamela and I's first uh, Thanksgiving tea. Oh, that's right. That's, yeah, that's cool. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, one thing that I have done a couple times before since living in Atlanta is I have gone to, um, uh, Waffle House for Thanksgiving. Oh, nice. Are you doing that this year? Uh, no, oh, I guess not. Huh? No. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I did, I'd get it to go, you know. What are you doing this year? I, you know, honestly. I feel like everyone's asked you that. Yeah, I, I mean, they, everybody asks everybody that. I think I'm just staying home, which I'm. I'm fine with, um, I know that, you know, obviously, uh, my best friend and his wife, um, she's a surgeon, and so they're being super cautious, because she's at the hospital every day, and, you know, so, they're being, you know, cautious in who they're contacting as well, you know? Um, that makes sense. So, like, back and forth, you, definitely if you know a doctor, you know, be safe around them. Yeah. It's weird, though, because she doesn't have to quarantine, I guess, because, like, how can you... I mean, she can't, but she just, I'm sure she, they just don't go out and do stuff. No, I'm saying, like, that's the sad part. Like, Oh, yeah. She can't really quarantine. She's, like, constantly exposed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right, yeah. Like, they don't get enough credit, bro. It's like, what? yeah, I mean, they, they they don't get, well, I mean, just, yeah, it's, a, it's just an aspect of the job, you know, is, you know, they have to go in and, and and not only that, but she's doing surgery, so, which is a, you know, very important, um, aspect to that, so, but, you know, like, even, shit, I don't know if I told you, if I told you, but I had a doctor's appointment, just like my regular checkup, a couple of weeks ago, and I didn't know what the doctor wanted to do, and so I did the online appointment, where you just do it through the computer, you know, just a little face-to-face. So we did that, and I said, I didn't know if you want me to come in. She goes, actually, she said, we're not letting people come in for visits unless they're sick. Because we don't, we don't want anybody to be exposed. And I was like, damn, that makes sense. She's like, so don't come in here unless you have a reason. So <laughs> and she asked me a couple of questions, like just regular stuff. She's like, all right, well, I'll just uh, see you next year. <laughs> I said, okay. I'm like, all right, you know, for a physical. So. Yeah, yeah I'm always to go to doctor's appointments in person. Oh, really? For what they are. Yeah. Yeah. But my doctor's appointments have been telemedicine. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Um, yeah, that's, a, that's definitely a real, that's a real thing. I, my, my thing is, like, with, with all this stuff going on, um, you know, although I guess 
we have to like be cautious of what the media is saying because I'm not. By the way, I'm not saying it's not a problem. I know it is, and I know that Wait. firsthand from you know, like like I said, yeah. you know, my I friend mean, being I, a doctor. I've known people that I've known people that have COVID. Yes, well, same here. So yes, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> saying it's not a thing, but what I'm saying is the yeah. the 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 media can definitely change the the way that it's. Perceived. That's what I'm saying. Yes, thank you for clarifying, <clears throat> because. When they report, it's like if you test, I don't know, you know, 50 million people and you go, well, we have so-and-so positive cases. Okay, well, what constitutes a positive case? Are these with symptoms? Are these very sick people? Or is this, you know, it's like, what's, I'm not saying any of them are good. They're, but, but I also heard, I heard word um, I was listening to a podcast that talked about it. They said even healthy people that aren't sick or will not get sick, if you do one of those tests, it, it basically magnifies whatever is in your nasal cavity or replicates it or something. And they say at some point, if you magnify it enough, pretty much everyone would test positive. Oh. So then that makes you wonder, like, well, is this, like, wh- where, is the, where is the danger point, is what I mean. Anyway. Right. It's just it, a it is, because I think the thing is, like, I also don't want people to live in fear, like, uh, for their lives. Yeah. It's like, people don't really understand, like, I don't think people understand the impact. Like, it's, this is really going to have, and it already is, like, for people... You know, we're, you know, interesting to say, you and I are fortunate. You know, we don't have to get yeah. out. We can still do our work <laughs> and we can, you know, be okay. Yeah, because we have to pay. I mean, I know, like, people take fucking Uber mm-hmm. cheap, but, like, our shit is definitely not fucking cheap. Like, in comparison to people that can, like, use Uber, yeah, our shit is way more. So it, like, makes you naturally not want to go out. You're like, uh, ha. I'm not it. Right, yeah. We we don't want to go out, and just our work in general doesn't require us to be out and about with people. And... That's why, bro. I I like just so we can be real. You know, even we like if you're not making a lot of money, if you're making some money, bro, and you're making it yourself, you got to go to work somewhere in person. Yeah. Or you don't have to look for a job in this pandemic because I know that people have had you know a hard time like finding remote yeah, jobs yeah. sometimes. I'm like, man, I'll take it any day. That's why I, I, I honestly, honestly, Jay, in a sincere moment on our podcast, I seriously don't know how people are making it. I thought about this so Me, much. I'm bro, like, I think about it. All how the time, are you bro. eating? Like, how are you paying rent? Like, are you on the verge of losing your place? And no. like, yeah, I really question that, bro. Because like, you know, they gave people fucking twelve hundred dollars. One time. Well, twelve hundred. Mm-hmm. Well, they did get they did get people unemployment, okay. which was six hundred a week. But still. But still, huh? Like, but think about people that have more kids. Yeah. Like yeah, six hundred a week may be good if you're fucking by yourself, or maybe you have a significant other. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
But we got a fucking kid there. Expensive as hell. No offense to kids out there. We were once kids. We were expensive. Yeah, but you know what I mean? But, like, I feel for people, bro, who are literally just trying to fucking make yeah. it. And the thing is, not everyone's a fucking entrepreneur, bro. Like, because I see people say, oh, you could use your $1,200, like, back when that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Well, $1,200 to start a business. Bitch, what? Why am I going to start? <coughs> Sorry, it's okay. Why am I? Why am I gonna start a motherfucking business, bitch, when I'm fucking starting? Like, this is not the fucking time to get an LLC right. when I can't even get fucking, a BLC. you know, green bean casserole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's so irritating because people want to talk out their fucking neck because their privilege, like, if you own your own business, it's easy to tell someone to be like, oh, just start a business. I started a business. Right. Start a business. But, like, you know what comes with having a business, too. What? I don't know why people try to act like having a business is all of a sudden this, like, fancy ass. That shit is tough sometimes, bro. And not, and especially if you just get your shit together or if you have, like, hard months or whatever, that shit can be difficult. Yeah. So I'm tired of people saying, like, oh, just start a fucking business as if that shit is just going to be peaches and creep. Yeah, and people, and, and starting one isn't, it's, a lot of it is your history and your reputation, you know, your reputation that you may already have yep. just from doing business for years. And and everyone, no offense, not everyone has like a special uh, skill. And that's not that's not a fucking. I know everyone says everyone has a skill. Everyone can do mm-hmm. something. Some people's skill is being a good ass yep. employee, yep. bro. That's yeah. Like, I was some, took the words out of my mouth. Yes, like, some people. By the way, and I'm that way sometimes. Like, I'm a good initiator, but I'm also a very good when somebody says, "Hey, can you do this for me?" I get it done easy. I, I don't mind being instructed. I mean, I'll do my gig, but but it's like, oh, yeah, they, you know what I mean? <laughs> what? I bet you don't mind being instructed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. This is for the eighteen and up. That's right. That's right. Anyway. Like you well, want me to do I, what? I, oh, okay. I, 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 <laughs> I've said this, though. I'm not a good employee. I mean, I've always... I've known this about myself. And it's not to say I don't do the work. Mm-hmm. It's just I was always thinking about my business. Like, what I could do. Right, right. Like, I would use their resources on companies. I'm being honest. Like, that's why I'm glad I'm not nowhere because no one can fire me. Uh, but I would definitely, like... um, I used to work somewhere that uh had, like, all video production shit, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember I filmed a fucking video in there for one of my, uh, for one of my classes, uh, for my entrepreneurship class, and it was great because all of them, all the 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 people, uh, shout out to Crystal who edited it, uh, for me, but all the the people that worked there, you know, they all knew about video production. So I just said, hey, like I got this video for class, can y'all help me shoot it? So we shot it, and. Edit, they edited it for me. Shit. I was like, yeah, buddy. And we had a free subscription to, uh, what's that shit? Whatever it's called. It's like a show. It's like a subscription where you can learn shit okay. online. Yeah. And that shit was free to us. So I would watch some of the videos on fucking audio production. Like when there was nothing mm-hmm. to do. But what I'm saying is the reason I'm not a good employee is because 
if you're thinking about your fucking business all fucking day, right. you're not gonna really like focus too much. The on task at hand. What you gotta do for someone. Yeah. Else. But I mean, but that's just being honest with myself. So that's why you know, I've made what I got going on work because I know myself. Like I know how I am. Right. Yeah. I know. You know. Now I can't follow instruction when it comes to music stuff. Like you know that when anybody, like, if you say like, "Yo, can you get this done tomorrow?" Like, long as it's not like, "Oh, can you?" You know, mix this whole album by tomorrow. I mean, that might that be might be impossible. Much. Yes, but but if it's something simple, I would say I'm 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 reliable in getting tasks done. Uh, when people ask me to do it from a music standpoint, but that also is different to me because I love doing music. So like, if you actually do something music related, it doesn't feel like I'm working for you. If that makes sense, like it's just it's like oh, okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but if you're like, oh, can you flip this burger for me? I'm gonna be like, mm. you know, <laughs> no, I'm just gonna, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> you probably you know definitely I mean? be fired for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah no, I, I wouldn't know, say I that shit. But I'm just saying, like, I, I love being able to, even through the tough times, like, I love the fact that I get to work for myself and, you know, even do work for other people, but it's still like my choice to take on projects or not. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, so it's like you with the podcast sheet. Yep. Like you, you do the podcast sheet. That's still work. Like you're still doing work for someone else, but it's not something that's like terrible. No, it's it's. I, I love it. I mean, the funny thing is, it it uses most of my skills. The only thing it really doesn't yep. use is a musical skill. You know, like I mean, but a lot of those, a lot of those skills are actually the same. Where it's like when you're arranging a mm-hmm. podcast and how you you know, fade in and fade out with the music and the intro and outro and, you know, making the voices sound good and making sure it's at the right level and just, like, basically making sure it sounds like a quality production, you know, like, and these are all things that, you know, all the tools that I've used in music, I use all of them in podcasts. Like, people may not think, but I use a lot of the same um, plugins. And, And the funny thing is, I'm going to share this story that I do want to talk about something uh, kind of serious related to the, like, the whole pandemic and isolation stuff. But I used, um, I don't know if I told you this, uh, but I was editing a podcast and someone's computer did a little ding because they had a voice or a, a text message. So while we're recording the podcast, you hear this ding while they're talking. And uh, my client was like, later after we, you know, listened back to uh, to it, they were like, is there any way you can take that out? I was like, ooh, hang on, let me see. So I opened it up. I opened the um, that section up, and I open. I op- uh, I used Melodyne. So Melodyne. Oh yeah. If, y- if y'all don't have the Pro Melodyne, Pro Melodyne basically can take different. It's so weird. So, like, if you're playing a piano chord or any kind of multi-timbral instrument, or polyphonic, I should say, they can play multiple tones at once. It can separate those tones. So when I pulled up the section in Melodyne, I could literally see the voice, and at the top, in the higher range, was that fucking ding. And I took it out. How insane is that? Yeah, that story, you told me that, and I thought that was so well, quiet, bro. 
like, well, shout out cool. to the Melodyne people. Ain't... Yeah, like that's that's so like technologically. Advanced. It is because think about like I mean you're young, so it is your day. It's not back in the day, but for me, back in the day, if somebody said, "Hey, my watch beeped or whatever in that vocal take, can you get it out of there?" You'd be like, "Yeah, right." And now it's like actually possible. It's insane. Um, yep. Anyway, what I what I wanted to touch on. Um, before we get out of here for the day, especially with the holidays, is like, and I think you even posted about it, is depression and uh, addiction and things like that got to oh, yeah. be off the charts. And yeah, um, yeah, and and as being someone that comes from a family of uh, people with addictions and depression, yeah, you know, I really, yeah. I, I've, I've been lucky to avoid most of it because I know my nature. This goes back to you talking about even being self-employed, knowing yourself. And I know myself, but not everybody yep. does. And not everybody has the consciousness means. or means or even the, the yep. um, I don't know what you would call it, the motivation to not fall into those traps of being depressed, you know? Because, yep. like, you can reach out to people People really don't mind, you know, if you're really feeling sad or, or just hopeless or whatever. You can definitely reach out to people. It drives me nuts when people say, well, nobody nobody would understand. I'm about to say something messed up. Nobody really can understand 100%, yeah. but people will listen. Like, if you call somebody and say, I'm not doing very well, and I need somebody to talk to or <clears throat> somebody to you know, that might try to understand. Well, you can find those people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think, because people always do that. Like, I used to do that. You know, people don't want to hear me complain. Like, I mean, yes, people can get tired of hearing people complain, but if it's really serious, you know what I mean? If it's, people will listen. So, I just want to bring it up, because that's just another thing we're not hearing anything about. And I just... Yeah, I think I, it's gotta be really I see bad. A yeah, uh, I see a therapist. Yeah, I see a therapist. So that's helped me. Yeah. Because I, I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety like that. Mm, sometime last year. Because I finally told someone. I mean, I didn't really used to talk mm-hmm. about it. So, I mean. Huh. But then I started seeing a therapist. Um, So that's definitely helped me personally. It does. Well, but well, because you're someone yep. to talk to about shit that's so weird going on in your you head. literally took the words out my, like as I was almost saying the words you said them that's really yo because I think people people kind of have the like wrong ideas sometimes about therapy like people think that oh if you go to therapy you gotta be like ready to want to you know go off the the golden state mm-hmm. or whatever but it's not always that no. deep like it doesn't always have to be at that level it's just you know, when when you can foresee that okay, hey, if I don't if I don't kind of manage it, like it could get worse. Yes, you know, but it uh, so that's why it's funny. My dad, I don't care about talking about this because he he doesn't listen to these podcasts. Um, he was like, "Oh, how long you plan on seeing a therapist?" And I was like, "It was such an odd question to me because I haven't thought mm-hmm. about it." You know, I just like. Uh, and I think that's the interesting thing. Like, yeah, I know some people, like, they just stop going to therapy. 
Well, I was telling my girlfriend this. I said, <clears throat> life does not fucking stop. Right. <laughs> I, can't ima- I can't imagine that I'm just going to one day be like, oh, you know, <laughs> everything's Gucci now. Life stopped. Like, you know, and especially right now, it's like harder for me to think about not going to therapy because I feel like in my head, I feel like I'm still in the same place. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like, not much has really changed for me. So I'm still in the same, like, circumstances. Like, I've had cool accomplishments and shit like that. But not much. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm back at my parents' house and shit like that. So that's a yeah. lot for person. And even though, you know, we talk about that shit. And I am, in retrospect. But I am still 25, you know. So there are a lot of thoughts that I, like, just think about. Like, oh, I should be this place in my life at fucking 25 and you know that kind of thing so mm-hmm. either way it's just really nice to go to therapy so when someone says like oh how long do you plan on going i'm like fuck i don't i don't i guess when i get out of this rut i suppose like or you know um but the interesting thing is though that i think is very funny is a lot of people that um i just i, I feel like how we're taught in society like don't go to therapy that should go to therapy. I feel like my dad is definitely in that category. And mm-hmm. gotta love him, man. Gotta love him. But he's just been through so much. So, I yeah. Just, but I know that, like, in society, there is kind of that stigma about, like, especially men and emotions mm-hmm. and not showing emotions or not showing weakness and shit like that. But gosh dang, right. like, I think if you, if you got a problem... Well, you got a lot of shit. You you're not a superhuman, bro. Like, you know, and and I'm not putting my dad's business out there, but he's just been through a lot in life. You know what I mean? I think well that's you know? but here's the thing is that's not and I mean this in a in a in a I mean I don't mean this in any kind of way. A lot of people have. Yep. A lot of people have gone through things. And some people you know, it, it really depends on how they manifest it. Yeah. Or how it manifests through them. Yeah. You know, cause because, you know, I, I've seen it in my family. My family's a perfect example. I've been through the same things as some of my relatives. Yep. Some handled it well, some didn't. I know, you went to therapy, you know? though, at, well, when you were a kid, right? Well, I mean, I probably, yeah, and, and, and Adulthood. what, about six years ago, yeah. Yeah, but see, wasn't that, so, wasn't that just freeing in a, a way? Like, I, I feel like... Oh, it's... it's it's very and and I think for anyone that's never been to therapy, it's not it's like you, one of it's, the best. It's, it's not like you think it. They're not gonna come to you and be like, "How do you feel?" Like it's not that fucking TV shit, but that's it's not. I mean, <laughs> it's just my, a conversation. The therapist, yeah, that's my therapist. I had here, you know, I was going through a lot with a relationship, but I realized it was just kind of bringing up old things. Yeah, like past in my life, and like yeah, yeah, and I was just like, I I could tell it was. It's not just my relationship. Yeah, it was it's more. bringing up old things like yeah. that I ha- hadn't probably dealt with. Yeah, and that, that's all it was. I go in there, and she go, "Well, what are you, you know, what are you going through? What are you thinking, like, and um, you know, why, why did you think this and what?" Yo, and they really walk people, you through that shit, bro. Like they walk well, you be, through what you're thinking. Like they're not like making you think what they're thinking. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that was. I like how you phrased it. Yeah, they're not trying to make you think what they're thinking. No. And it really, and that's that's what it is, and and I think why a lot of times why people because I'm cynical most times where I do know I know enough. Even when I went to therapy, 
I said, I know what you're, I said, I know what I'm here for. I said, I need somebody to basically just point things out to me so I resolve them. It's, it's not the therapist's job to, quote, unquote, fix you. Fix you. Yeah. Right. This they isn't Coldplay, bro. They're, yeah, they're, they're, exactly. <laughs> they're, point, they're pointing out, maybe you should think about this. Do you think maybe this has to do with that? Yeah. Or maybe yo, this? My and you go, oh, yeah. You're like, oh, Because, like, like, I even know, like, you know, relationship problems I've had are definitely connected to my family. Because oh, yeah. I've never seen, you know, one of the funniest things, well, I thought, I mean, my therapist thought it was weird that I thought it was funny, but she understood. But we were talking about relationships, and I said, I, I you know, I feel like I'm letting this one go, and, like, you know, it's like I, I can't, you know, I, I feel like I messed up. Like, I picked the wrong person, mm. basically, and trusted them too much, and right. now they kind of betrayed my trust, and all these things, and she goes, well, she goes, tell me about your family. Who's still married in your family? I can only name, like, maybe two people that were, right. you know, in my immediate family, and she immediately, she goes, do you have an example of a good relationship in your family? Oh, they really like, asking uh, you, ask you all the deep questions, bro, that you're like, wow, y'all don't have to come yeah, to me was, like that, bro. Right, and I was like, <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. She goes, well, you may just not know how to do it. Yeah, and you... Like, not that you can't, you may just not be... You may course. not have seen how it works. Yeah, like... So you don't know what to expect. My therapist, we, we, we talked about this because she, she thinks it's weird. Not a bad way weird, just, I guess, you know... Uh, uh, education-wise, like, it's weird. But, like, I don't remember my childhood. Like, if... And it's always frustrated me because, you know, not to uh, brag, but, like, I've done interviews and shit like that, and they'll ask me about my childhood, and it's frustrating because I don't remember shit. Like, I won't know. I don't know what it was like uh, from other than what, like, other people have said about it. And that is the most irritating shit, bro. It's to hear. It's interesting. It's to hear the perspective of your childhood from someone else when you don't mm-hmm. yourself remember it. You know. Remember, yeah. Yeah. So, my therapist said that that uh, like that's weird because that would mean that there just had to be some like event or some kind of trauma, and uh, that you know, I don't know. So, but it's just interesting. Uh, you know, that's another thing. Well, I'm glad I'm going to say because those are things that like we kind of work through. So I guess you could kind of be like, okay, is there something that we can piece together? Like, because that affects a lot of other things, and you don't even think about it. You know, like you mm-hmm. wouldn't think that like not remembering your childhood would affect other aspects of your life, but then it does. Because you're like, shit, like, you know, I hear all these people talking about what it was like when they were, you know, the time they went to Disneyland with their parents. You know, and I'm like. That mm-hmm. must be nice, because I have no idea what the fuck I did back when I was a kid, you know? And I thought it was just like, hmm. oh, well, maybe I just have a bad memory. Wait, I guess that's not it either. <laughs> uh, you're, you're, you're a robot, aren't Yo, you? That's, that's the real gene. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I think it's cool. I just want to say this before you wrap it up, like a present. Is mm-hmm. I'm glad that we talk about deep-ass shit, bro. We're not... We, we're real people on this podcast. We're not afraid to, you know, pull at the heartstrings and dig deep into things. But with that being said, to dig even deeper into our lives, not so much our personal lives because we don't get into that, where can they follow you on social right. media? I like the segue. Yeah. Look at that. Well, if y'all want to dig into my life, 
just uh, find me, Simon Ella, S-I-M-O-N-I-L-L-A. Pretty much everywhere, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, uh, Twitter, um, Pornhub, Black Planet. Did I forget something? I think I, I don't even think I said Facebook. I'm never on Facebook, but who is? Um, anyway, that's where y'all can find me. Um, I do a live Instagram every night, 11 p.m. to midnight. I'm actually doing a holiday special on Friday. Oh, shit, Yeah, like 9 to 10. Yeah, I'm going to do a little earlier in the evening holiday live Instagram. Anyway, uh, but what about uh, what about you, Jay? Where can uh, Yo, people find you? Can you can hear me a bit, Uh I'm actually going to be on Twitch now. So, uh, yeah, no. it's, it's Mini Producer on Twitch. And it's, it's going to be far. I'll be there on Wednesdays and Fridays. Uh, two times during the day, so I'll be on Wednesdays at noon, uh, and then another time at 7, and same thing for Friday, uh, 12 and 7, so you can check me out, and then for Stalman and I, if you want to see our faces together, you can check us out on Thursdays at 7 p.m. for our live review, uh, the come-up review, and if you want to get a paid review, it's 20 bucks, you send it to Cash App, and we'll listen to the complete song, um, and Simon, he goes live every uh, night um, at 11. Yep. But I don't know if we're doing uh, a lot this week just because of things. I think we decided we're I think we decided we're not. Yeah. But you know you know what we could do if you want. We can I, do mean, it earlier. I think we should just well either that or we should play it by ear yeah. and maybe if we got free time yeah. just say hey you want to jump on the IG live for two or three minutes say happy Thanksgiving. Yeah we could try that. And we could just pop on there and be like hey what up. Okay. Anyway um, alright well awesome. By the way, everybody, go out and, um, like I said, do your do your family podcast. Get your crazy-ass Uncle Larry to tell some weird-ass stories on a podcast. And just go to Anchor.fm to get the desktop version, or you can go to the App Store and get the Anchor app. You can record, edit, and distribute a podcast that no one will listen to. No one wants to hear your Aunt Betty's recipes for cranberry salad, okay? Nobody cares. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm sure. Anyway, who uh who produces this podcast? Oh, me LLC. That is correct. Okay, so anyway, y'all have a Thanksgiving. Uh, have a Thanksgiving. See, I didn't say a good Thanksgiving. I said have a Thanksgiving. That's the name of the podcast. It's have a Thanksgiving. <laughs> y'all have a great Thanksgiving or not? Do your thing. Anyway, and uh, we will um, be back. In uh, seven days, you know how we do. Yo, peace out. Until then, it's uh, Simon Ella. This is Jay. And we.